1: DFS pregame show here on Roto Grinders. I'm Jordan Cooper aka Blender at Blender HD if you want to follow me on Twitter. And we're back on Thursday. Thursday October 20th. Right? Been gone for two days. What's been going on? we uh taking a look at uh, yesterday's NBA slate. We had a 12-game NBA slate. We're, we're back into NBA season. We'll be sick of this. We'll be sick of this in a month or two, right? I was sick of it like 20 minutes in. I was sick of it already. I had everything set up and everything's fine. And then Miles Turner. Oh, don't want to play. Oh, he's out. Right. Cole Turner. Cole Turner. Cole, uh, Cole, uh, Anthony. Oh, he's downgraded to questionable. Downgraded to questionable 25 minutes before the game time. Before game time. And then he was out. Then like 10 minutes later, oh, he's not playing. He's, he's out. And I, I, I was rushing to do everything. So, uh. The lineups that I put in weren't necessarily the best lineups that I wanted to put in, but uh, but I did I did I did play seventy five lineups yesterday, and uh, and and lost money, <laughs> right? That's NBA GPPs. That's GPPs in general, right? You're aiming for first place, but uh, we'll be talking about that. I'll be answering your NBA DFS questions, right? We haven't talked about NBA for a long time, so feel free to to type those into, into the YouTube chat. Give me those dummy thumbs. Know how much I love the Thummy thumbs. Subscribe to the channel. Hit the notification bell. Good morning, dfic Good morning, Suki Singh. Bart B. Real life pitcher. Jovan Normandia. Kickstart Matt Mears. We got our own. Uh, the, the chats on Watas. He won a lot of money two days ago, right? Like sixty-seven thousand or something. I. It's in my old mentions, right? What What would you win? Let me see. Right. What was it? Oh, and on the on the first slide that I didn't play. Sixty-two. Yeah. Entered $35, winning. I can throw this up on the screen maybe, can I? You wouldn't mind. Right, there you go. Let's see. Right, look, a couple of lineups. What, one, two, three, four, a couple of lineups here. There you go. Entered $35, winning $62,890.25. Might as well quit for the whole season. Yeah, you're up. You're up. You're done. You're done with the whole NBA DFS season. You're done at that point. So that that was the that was the two game slate, right? I was I was away. I didn't plan and play the two game slate. But congratulations, right? For 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 watching. The, this is what happens. You watch the pregame show. Eventually, eventually, you put in good enough lineups over a long period of time. You hit one. Yeah, that, that's all you. That's all you. I mean, that's really all it is. People don't, people don't seem to to to, to, uh, to realize that when you're playing GPP, that's what you're aiming for. You're gonna lose most of the time, and if you're if you're playing good win equity, tie, you know the uh, plus EV lineups, you're looking to bink like once once a year, twice a year for a large field GPP, something like that. I mean, like that is what it is. If you're playing thirty five dollars a day like that, dude. Big big once like that every three years? You're four years? Wildly profitable. That's the name of the game. But the name of the game yesterday was uh was uh, never never fall into the if, if the spurs in shock, just just, Fred, just just close your eyes and just don't pretend it didn't happen. That's the typical the way that we we, we get Greg Popovich. Right? Devin Vassell. I mean, it's not like they, it's not like they did horribly, right? Devin Vassell was forty six hundred. He got twenty points, but not very much by halftime. Trey Jones, Kelden Johnson, he was more the one that you needed, right? Fifty nine hundred. I mean, I still played a bunch of these guys, right? I didn't play, I didn't play Vassell and and Johnson in the same lineups together, and I didn't play that much of Trey Jones, but I had most. I mean, NBA is is. Because it's more projectable and there's less variance, there's still tons of variance. So when people say that NBA is low variance, it's not low variance. It's just less variance than other sports because it's not event-driven. So you're more likely to play, you know, you're more likely to prioritize projection over anything else. So most of my lineups project well. It's just a matter of what combinations do you make of everyone. Right, I still I had plenty of Terry Rogier. I had plenty of Bam, who did uh, Bam. Bam was throwing the ball away. Like every, every other second, he was having a turnover. Right, I had plenty of Jalen Green. I had, a, I had a ton of Rogier. I had Jalen Smith. I mean, like, just uh, like, you take a look at the most known players. I mean, that's that's pretty much what I had. And then you take a look at, uh, like, a lot of, like, top players. Like, I, 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 here's a sample of, like, Chipotle Attic, JBC, Kobe for MVP, Royal Payne. Ship my money, Brick seventy-five. The cult, E. Hafner, Ox and Duck, Petty Theft, Score Patrol. Uh, uh-huh, bro, I had more up here. I don't know why I didn't save. If you take a look, Devin Vassell, right? Look across the board. It's not like people were like, like "Oh no, I'm not going to play it." 47 percent 50, owned, and for the most part, you know, look, Petty Theft, considered one of the best D- NBA DFS players, eighty-nine percent of them. So if you're looking in and going like, "Oh my God, I played the chalk and it failed," like on 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 over the course of a long season, chalk is typically good in NBA to play a lot of. Do you? How much do you play? That's a different story. That's all risk tolerance. So I have I have no problem playing. Just play high projected lineups that get enough leverage to win to win you a GPP. And some days, some days you won't need that high of a score some days you will need a high of a score but if you if you looked at the Spurs situation and said you know what I'm going to do I'm going to play 20 lineups I am going to play zero Spurs I mean you can do that it just understand how contrarian that is that if you eliminated all the Spurs your lineup would project for like six seven points lower than than anyone else so it's more likely that you had Spurs in your lineups I had I think I, I had Vassell or Keldon Johnson in m- nearly all of my lineups. Not both of them together, though. So that's the difference. I I didn't play them. Then uh, I separated them out. Vassell and Johnson. Only because once you started making Vassell Johnson lineups, and then you jam in like like two. A lot of the centers had good value yesterday. at a uh, Bam, uh, Jokic, uh, Pirtle. And uh, Aiton, even I don't know what he scored. What did he ended up scoring? Thirty six. Okay, not horrible. Uh, you ended up on the simple, very similar players. You ended up on a Rogier. You ended up on a Tyrese Halliburton. You ended up, you ended up with uh, you know Kevin Porter or something, you know, or Desmond Bain in your shooting guard spot. So I was building other types of lineups. So I like split them out. Right. I put it through. The theory of DFS, like that's what I did yesterday. That's why everything went to crap. Once, 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 Turner and Anthony. It's like, dude, it's like it's a half an hour before these games. Why, why is why is this stuff happening this quickly? Right, but this is NBA DFS. Well, welcome to welcome to NBA DFS. That this is what it is. But I use the tools that I have in the theory of daily fantasy sports for advanced players, which you could pick up theoryofdfs.com. I just put. I just took the projections. I took an aggregate set of projections and ownership, and and ran it through the portfolio correlation matrix. <clears throat> it's Like what pl- what players end up sticking to each other too much? If you just ran like the top three hundred lines, the number one correlation number one correlation was uh, Vassal and uh, Kellen Johnson, and because we had so many other well projected players for their salary salary adjusted value players. It wasn't the type of thing that like, they they're like ridiculously well projected, and everyone else is kind of like meh. There were a lot of lot of lot of lot of good point for dollar value players, so it's like okay, well, if I didn't play one of these guys, how far do my does my projection go down? And it doesn't go down; it doesn't drop that much, All right? So I'm like, okay, let me separate these two guys out. Then I also saw that if you played both of them together, you're more likely to play uh, Terry Rozier. In the lineup, I had some groups set up, very similar to what I do in NFL. Like have a the most correlated players together, then a, a, a second group, and then a third group, and then a fourth group. They do like min one, min like max one, max two, max three, max four, and then build lineups and then see, make, double check to see that you know you're not like losing a ton of projection by doing that. Then if you're if you're if you find that satisfactory, then then now you now you're building one. Now, now I, Bill, I, I ended up, I ended up building 1,200 lineups, putting it through the portfolio trimmer, as part of the theory of daily fantasy sports, and uh, by the time I got to the end of that, Miles Turner was ruled out. Right, so I had to, I had to, I'm like, okay, now what do I do? Okay, because now I have to see Now Terry Taylor's projection goes up and Jalen Smith's projection goes up. I don't think it really affected all that much, and then Cole Anthony, who knows what's happening with him. Do I, do I have to run this thing with, with Jalen Suggs in with RJ Hampton in? I don't know what the hell's going on. I'm waiting for projections to update. So one, once they updated the Pacers projections, I put it, I ran, I re-ran everything. I got that. It was three minutes to go. And I ended up, I ended up screwing something up in the, in the portfolio trimmer. I was, I was trying to get down to 75 lineups. Right, so I was like, okay, let me let me trim by this, let me trim by this, let me cut out some of the lower projected stuff, some of the higher own stuff, and I was down to like 90 lineups. And then I trimmed accidentally by something. I put the the number in the instead of in the projection spot and the ownership spot, and it trimmed all the lineups. Like it just gave me zero lineups. And there's no way to go back. I could reload all the lineups again, but that's all. That's 1,200 lineups. And I have three minutes left, so I had to reload all 1,200 lineups. And basically. Like, let me cut off the top and let me cut off the bottom. Let me get 75 lineups. And I just ran with that. Ran at a time. I just ran at a time. And that's the way things happen. So I had a lot more chalkier lineups than probably I, that I wanted. I, I like having some chalky lineups, but then some in different bands of risk. So I have some higher owned, a little bit chalkier lineups. Some much lower owned and much, you know, much more contrarian lineups. And then a mix of everything in between. So for yesterday's slate, I had mostly kind of fairly chalky lineups. Of course, if it wasn't for my groups, I would have ended up with like cash lineups practically. But that that, that I don't mind that as that, that as much on uh, on NBA. Matt Mears says, "We'll it'll be interesting to see how things shake out with using the tools in NBA." Yeah, well, that's that. It was my first slate doing it, right? I thought everything oh, for a twelve game slate. Like, oh, it's 6-15. It's I think we have all the information. I think we're fine. So let me let me go through all this because it only takes me like maybe 15 minutes total, 20 minutes maybe. And then Miles Turner was ruled out because he stepped on a ball boy's foot or something. I don't know what's going on. Why is Dylan Brooks sitting? It's the first game of the season. Why are people sitting for rest? For like a, a soreness? What are people doing? What are people doing during the day? I take a look at today's slate, but we, we don't even have projections up for that yet. That'll 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 be up shortly, I guess. I mean, it's only a two-game slate tonight, right? I'm not even playing it. Do we got a showdown slate tonight also for NFL? We got what? The Saints and the Cardinals? Tonight? Okay, that, that, that doesn't seem like that bad of a game. Taysom Hill is going to ruin it anyway. So either he's going to play Taysom Hill and he's going to do well, or you're not going to play Taysom Hill and he's going to vulture something out of a player that you you like, well, I have Kamara captain and then Taysom Hill ruins you. Or then you play Taysom Hill and then he doesn't do anything, or something like that. So tonight, tonight's a, a quiet night. I got I got to do the MMA show, so I'm probably not even going to be. I'm not going to be. I, I don't play this short basketball slate. So this is not even. This is for yesterday. Oh, I have to change the date. We should have we should have projections up. It's the 20th, right? So this should come up. Oh, yeah, okay. We do have projections. Okay. That's what I said. Typically, we do have them early in the morning. Who's underpriced? Oh, we got tons of underpriced people. Well, they're, they're primarily... Tyrese Maxey is going to be chalk. He's going to be the uber chalk today in two-game slate. Do we have any injury situations? I guess not. Right? Like but what's the what's the optimal look like? I'm assuming it's Giannis. I'm assuming it's Giannis plus LeBron. LeBron in the small forward spot. Yeah, something like that. No, you don't yeah, you get LeBron in the in the utility. Maxi, Beverly, Harris, Giannis, Lopez, Powell, Portis. Jabez. It looks like it's Milwaukee, Philadelphia. We get okay, we got one, two how many Philadelphia players? Two. Milwaukee, two, three. It's basically we basically we really don't have any clippers other than Powell, I guess. Based on based on this, based on, you know, whatever. But it's a two-game slate. You can pretty much do anything. Anything the hell do you want. Ugh. And everything's frozen. So what do you want to talk about? Your short show today. One thing, one thing you can do if you don't if you don't want to play the slate, you could always play uh, on Prize Picks. I took a couple of Prize Picks yesterday. What what did I do yesterday? I took a couple. I lost. I lost. I went no. I won money, but I lost on a couple of. I Cuttingham under assists. Right, I lost on that. I DeRozan. I mean, once once the Levine was was ruled out, I just went in and it just slammed DeRozan over on points, over on fantasy points. The one good thing, the one good thing, the many good things about playing on prize picks, and if you do, use the promo code grinders. You'll get a hundred dollar deposit match bonus. Is that we have an extension? Roto Grinders, we have a Chrome extension. I could even show you, right? Does that take you here? Right? In the Chrome Web Store. You could even download it. It'll overlay our projections, our statistical projections over everything on, on Price Picks. I don't believe it works perfectly for NFL, but it does for NBA. So our statistical projections. Obviously, you know, like I do with the blitz. I could use two tabs and I could use my eyes and go, well, what does this line in this table say? And then what does this say on price picks? You could do that with our statistical projections. We have, we we go here. We go to Roto-Grinders. You can get our statistical projections. If you're a premium member. I mean, this is all premium. So here's our here's our premium projections. So it'll give you the rebounds, points, fantasy points, everything here. Right? And every time they're updated, right? Because this is updated four hours ago. I mean, this is the algorithmic kind of update. So you can I could go Anthony Davis points twenty three point six eight and then go to Prize Picks and go Anthony Davis twenty three point six eight here's twenty four, right? It's not it's not enough. But look look at look at this underlay twenty three point six eight little Road Grinder symbol, that's from the Roto Grinders Chrome extension. Pride the for Prize Picks Prize Picks Tools. And if you're a premium member, you'll be able to sign in with the extension, right? You'll download the extension. Then it'll prompt you to like put in your username and password. If you're a premium member, premium subscriber, NBA package, anything, combo premium doesn't matter. It'll then populate with the numbers over here. So you don't, I don't have to go back and forth. I don't have to do any of that stuff, right? I could just look through. I could go, okay, points, rebounds, all these categories, right? Let it, let it update. Okay, obviously Harden's not gonna get 20 rebounds. I have to reload it. Right, so here we go. Points. It'll go like that. I go to assists. There you go. Okay. Go to rebounds. There you go. Right. So you could go, you could look through right here. You go, okay. Is there any very big discrepancies here? Right, 4.59, 6.4, you know, because they have to be big enough for you to. Okay, ten point nine one, Anthony Davis. I don't know why LeBron isn't showing here, but whatever. Russell Westbrook. That's a point one point one points. This is a little too high. Lonnie Walker on rebounds. So maybe Anthony Davis. Well we'll we'll add Anthony. We'll do we'll do this live. Right? We'll 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 make we'll make a five. We'll make we'll try to make a five pick. Right? So I wasn't planning I wasn't planning on doing it for two games late anyway. Unless it was something big. I mean, this is 9 to 10.91. Eh, it may be worth it. Right? So that's a rebound prop. Right? So we want more there. We go to points. Let's see. Let's see if there's any big enough discrepancies. Oh, 31.18 to 26. That may be worth doing. Right? Harden under by 2. Yeah. Let's see. Like, this isn't worth I mean, 6.79 to 5.5 on P.J. Tucker's distribution is going to be nothing. Let's go through. Let's see. Zubac, Leonard. Kawhi. Kawhi. You got a three-point advantage here on points. I don't know if that's good enough. Reggie Jackson under by three. Yeah, let's do this. Let's do Reggie Jackson under. Yeah, let's do Reggie Jackson under. Just based on the now, obviously these, the, I you probably should maybe wait to the afternoon. I mean, these, these are the like like the the morning the morning projections. I don't think the, I don't think they've been been uh, manually adjusted as much, but we'll we'll throw something down. We'll throw something down on it anyway, just to show you what the what the the price the price fix extension does, right? So we got we got Anthony Davis more than nine rebounds. Embiid, more than 26.5 points. 13.5 for Reggie Jackson. Let's take a look at fantasy score. That'll be that'll be related also to some of these, right? 48 to 56 point, Right, we already got his points, right? I'd rather take the points over here. Let's see. We got 40 to 36 for Drew Holiday. Is that enough? I'm not sure. Probably not. Close, close to the line. Scroll through, take a look. Uh let's see. Got anything on point got anything on fantasy score? No, not really. Not enough of the discrepancy that it'll, that, that'll that will that will matter. Do we have points plus rebounds? No, we don't we don't calculate for that. So these 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 other categories we don't. Points plus rebounds plus assists. Oh, we we count for that. Okay. Some of the categories we 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 don't use, I guess. Go through, is there anything? This is very similar to fantasy points anyway. So it's like points plus rebounds plus assists. And I just, all you do, all I'm doing is just looking at this number. Is it different? How big of a difference? Kawhi Leonard? 30 point foot. Maybe we'd do that. So which one would be better? 30 and a half points, rebounds, assists to 34.59. Or the fantasy score. So where's Kawhi's fantasy score? 38.39. No, we want the we want the points, the points, rebounds, assists. We can put that together. So Kawhi, right, thirty-four point. Yeah, that's good. Do more there. That's a we got four of these. Can we find one more for a flex? That's decent enough. I mean, I don't. I'm not even sure how great these are, but it's something. Just to show, I'm just I'm just showing you how you do this use the extension. Anything, anything else? Do we got anything? We saw the Drew Holiday one before, right? So we got rebounds, nine rebounds. Got points here. Do we have any assists, props? Just trying to see what's what's the biggest discrepancy. Because we saw Harden's under. How about Harden's fantasy score under? What does that come? Nah, that's not enough. It's that we got two points there. Brooke Lopez over on fantasy points. Maybe we could do that. Is that enough? I'm not sure if that's enough. Twenty-four point six six to twenty-one point five. It's doable. I guess it's doable. It's doable. We'll do fantasy score. There we go. We got it. We got it. Right. So there we go. Anthony Davis over nine rebounds. Embiid over twenty-six point five points scored. Reggie Jackson. Under 13 and a half points scored. Kawhi Leonard over 30 and a half points plus rebounds, plus assists and Brooke Lopez over 21 and a half fantasy score, which is FanDuel score. And that's, that's a flex. we will do that one. 25 bucks. There you go. Get all five. I mean, you could also round. I mean, if, if I found ones that I would care about, I would round Robin. them, Right. You play Davis with Embiid, Davis with Jackson, Davis with Kawhi, Davis with Lopez. I mean, you still may make one flex like that, but. said there, place my entry there, done. See, it's in. And how did I come up with this? I just used the the price picks extension. Now, of course, they're going to, the projections team is going to make some manual adjustments that maybe, maybe maybe these don't end up being as good, as good as it look, look currently. Right. You want to get them as early as possible, but you also want to get them as accurate as possible, right? That there's a difference there. And plus, I don't, you never know when news happened. Like would like that. Have the first thought truthfully. Your first thought when news happens should be prize picks or underdog, and trying to get what not without even seeing any type of projections. Just knowing, like, if this guy's out, what does that mean? And are there props available on the other guys on on the team that you could go under or over on, depending on that news? Doing that first. Because if you're using roto grinders for our projections, it's going to take five, ten minutes for our projections to update anyway. So as far as building your DFS lineups, it's not going to matter at that point. You're going to be waiting. But during that time period, you can easily go and go, well, Cole Anthony is out. Who does that positively benefit? It positively benefits, like, it usage of the players that he plays with. So we're talking about, like, Wendell Carter and uh, and Franz Wagner and guys like that. It also helps, like, if there was a Jalen, there, there wasn't, if there was a Jalen Suggs prop, probably you'd go over on that, right? So you'd go, you just rush the price picks and go, let me look at the magic props and go, okay, Franz Wagner, over. You pair it with other so you, gotta, you have to have other stuff to pair it with. But if you did some price bits earlier in the day, like if you if you found five to ten or something, you'd have that written down. You'd have that. You'd, you'd know what, what you have already. And if nothing has moved, if certain things have not moved, I mean, I have ones that moved. And the ones that haven't moved, then when you find the new one, you pair it with the, the, the ones that haven't moved. You don't have to find five. I, I most of, most of mine are not five. I mean, you can take a look at what I currently have, right? I have tons of NFL ones, right? Like George Kittle, Davis Mills, right? I have a I have a lot of not Niners Niners passing overs based on the blitz, and of course I put together a nice correlated parlay five pick to go along with it. Mills plus Cooks. They're correlated, quarterback, wide receiver, and then Garoppolo and two of his wide receivers. Samuel Ayuk or Samuel I have also have Samuel Kittle, right? I have two of them, right? And then I have one that's Ayuk-Kittle also, so for 75 bucks, Right, if I hit all five, I get 750 but if I hit four, that's fine also. Maybe, maybe Mills gets there, but Cooks doesn't. It's like, okay, but Garoppolo, Ayuk, and Kittle could all get there, right? So I make a bunch of these. And I also make, you know, ones that have like the highest amount of value that I see. McCaffrey's over, Hall's over, Walker's over, Ceedee Lamb's over. I'd be shocked if if Ceedee Lamb's sixty-seven and a half is still there by tomorrow, assuming Dak Prescott is playing. Yeah. So I already got all my football stuff in. I mean, you can see here. I got since I I I, I didn't come home till late Tuesday night and went to sleep. I didn't get mine until. Wednesday morning. Typically, I'm getting my my mine NFL stuff in on on Tuesday night. So I got ton of look. Scroll all the way down. Look how much stuff I got. Right, I got all this stuff. That's what you can do for NBA tonight. But that the 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 the, uh, the the Chrome extension helps dramatically. I mean, you just just there anytime that we it gets updated. The projections get updated. This gets updated, right? Fantasy score. I mean, look, we could, we could. We, there's a couple. This, this one's not that bad, right? One and a half point. This is like a six point discrepancy. You could do this. Right? You could find something to pair it with, right? If we do. We you could do just a two pick, right? Embiid. You could do Embiid Holiday. Cause that would be somewhat correlated, right? Both sides of a game, two, two sides of a game. Right? You could do that, right? Is this enough of a discrepancy? Maybe. Possibly. There's a Brook Lopez, right, that we, we got from before. I mean, you could just make two picks, and you go, okay, over, over. Yeah, I'll put it in. There you go. Done. Like I said, I'm more likely to wait until, you know, our projections aren't the the seven a.m. projections. That may be fine as it is. I'm just putting, I'm just showing, I'm just showing you how to do it. If I do, I burn twenty five dollars. I mean, obviously, I'm not burning twenty five dollars. Worst case scenario, this is slightly negative EV. I'm burning, I'm burning like like a dollar to show you this in in in, in expected value. Matt Mears says, my initial thoughts are that the correlation matrix, and he's talking about the, the theory of daily fantasy sports tools, could end up being the most valuable tool in NBA, assuming the timing could be worked out. Yes. Because essentially, you still probably want to play a ton of chalk in NBA. Just you don't want to play them in the most popular combinations. Yeah, I, I I've been thinking about that since the tools came out, saying that it's going to be the most valuable in NBA. So you don't end up on a lineup that like shares the same six players, even with all the chalk. Kobe profit says, how do I get the extension? You go to the Chrome web store, you search Roto grinders, prize picks extension, but those numbers will not show up for you unless you're a premium member to Roto grinders. So go click on that link in the description, get $10 off your first month of a combo premium subscription. You get you get all the NBA, but the NBA. I think we have the best NBA projections in the industry, and I don't lie to you. I don't lie to people. I would say we had good. If if, if we have we have good projections in everything, but I think we have the best NBA projections. But it's not that hard to have good NBA projections. Just just to be clear, the day if, if you're getting projections from somewhere else, it's that's they're not bad. It's hard to have bad NBA projections, but I trust the guys on the projection team, that, and Jimino's model, more than anywhere else in the industry. So you get that as part of Combo Premium. You get you get ownership. You get all the you get the uh, means these core plays. You get all the NBA stuff. What else? Well, I mean, what else do we have for NBA? Get the player rankings, the expert rankings. You get all you get all this stuff. Core plug is live. You get the projections and liner lineup optimizer values. And you, what? I don't even know what this is. What does Napster Man do? Projections preview, projections analysis. You get all the looking at drag. You get his preview. You get tons of stuff. If you get the combo premium, you get NFL. Also, you'll get PGA. You'll get MLB. You'll get N get it for everything. Crunch time is is free now. It used to be for premium only. But Crunch Time is now sponsored by FanDuel. So we have Grinders Live and, and Crunch Time, you know, that follows it. They used to be premium. But dude, you need the projections. I mean to me <laughs> to me the projections alone are worth are worth its weight in gold. Imagine trying to do this stuff yourself. It's ridiculous. Right, results DB, you get you get everything. So the prize picks extension, you get the statistical projections. I mean, that's that's I mean, essentially, you could do this yourself. I mean, if you wanted to take the projections here and then build put export this into Excel or into whatever, you know, text file for your, you know, run your R, whatever the hell you're running. I mean, you could do that also. You download, I mean, this you could download this as a CSV. Vandal, DraftKings, Yahoo, SuperDraft, all that, right? So look, P plus R, please plus R. It's all its all the stats right here. And then anytime, see, this was updated 15 minutes ago. Anytime it updates, you, you could grab this. But isn't it so much easier to just be able to go to prize picks? Especially if you're going to be using the statistical projections to make choices and picks on prize picks to do it that way. Yeah, this is so much easier. As long as, the, as long as it's the same numbers that are coming through so go get it go get right at the chrome the chrome web store but like I said you have to be a premium member getting the extension and you, if you don't log in it's not going to show you anything I don't think it should or maybe I don't I don't think it does <laughs> right let, let me try let me see I could I could probably do that but what happens if I Do I even want to do it? I don't want. I don't want to. I don't want to screw. I don't want to screw with that. I got to update Chrome. I got to. I don't want to screw up my extension. But some of the categories it doesn't show, like three points made. Yeah, it's not going to be. Yeah, you know, Paul George. We don't have a projection for fifty-four three points made. Right. And if you go from tab to tab, you got to like reload it because you, you should see here that it's not. It's not. It's not picking it up. So once you move off to another tab, it it doesn't, it doesn't like now. You can go here. Points plus assists, right? Doesn't show it. Points plus rebounds. It does show points plus rebounds plus assists. There you go. Right. So you just look, you all you have to do is look and scroll and go. Anything big enough. But remember, it has to be big enough. Right? That's what she said. It has to be big enough. Simply going through and, like, points. Okay, let's say we go to points. We go, oh, Giannis, 3.155, and this is 30.5. I should, all oh, the over. Like, remember, these are fixed odds parlays. So if you put two, like, this one is, oh, it's a slightly more. You're going to do this? Like, the prob- if these projections are accurate, the probability of 31.55 is, like, 52%. And this Drew Holiday is like 51%, like success. But you need to have these have like 58% because you're only getting paid two to one combined. And a two to one parlay combined is like combining the proper payout of 57.6% minus 137 bets. So there needs to be a, a big enough discrepancy That on the player's distribution, that here, 31, the prop is 26 and a half. We're projecting 31.18 as the median, okay? So how far away is 26 and a half to 31.18? About four and a half? A little over four and a half? So where in the distribution? Is that enough? That thirty-one point one eight represents like a fifty-eighth percentile outcome. It's close. I would play this. So that's what you're looking for. You're looking for that big enough a big enough discrepancy. Nine points, like Grayson Allen, nine point seven five to nine and a half. Like that, you're not gonna you're not gonna beat anything this way. You need to find 58 percenters, 57 percenters. That's why if it's close, like here, oh, this one is a one under. Oh, Paul George under. It's like it's not enough. It's a one and a half point discrepancy in points. It's one basket. It's not, it's not enough. It's not enough to make this 23 and a half under a 58 percent probability. The whole goal is to find the biggest discrepancies. And if you can't find big discrepancies, don't take them. Then you just move on, go on to the next day. Look how much stuff they put out for the NFL. Look at all the stuff they put out for the NFL. And I I currently have on prize picks 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17. That's it. I've only chosen 17, but look, you have all these passing, then all these rushing, then all these receiving, and then you got fantasy score, you got all you got all this stuff, yet I could only find like 17 that met a discrepancy large enough that it would be worthwhile to make picks up. So like a 12-game slate last night, like I was looking, I found like I wasn't looking that hard. But I just used the extension. I'm like, okay, let me put some stuff together because I got the time. I took a couple or whatever. But they have to be big discrepancies, and especially if they move, right? Like I got the Cunningham under, and that moved. Of course, it didn't come in. I got the Morant under on rebounds, and that moved. I I won that one. That was a big discrepancy. Also, Porzingis over on fantasy points, that moved. I think that moved up a point or two, and I won that one. Right. You'll see if if they, if it moves in your direction, it's more of a sign that, that that you're doing well. Closing line value, right? It's a sign. Like I said, it's a sign. So yes, yeah, so I wanted to show you some of this, right? Because we haven't talked about NBA in who knows how long. Since what? April? March? Something like that. Since MLB started. Wanted to show you some of the stuff that we have here at Roto Grinders for NBA. Right. We got the best projections in the industry, projected ownership as well. All the stuff you'll possibly need for prize picks, right? With the Especially with the extension, it's great. We got results DB to go over your play, which you should be doing. So sign up, join me. I'm always available on the Blenders Game Theory channel, right? I have my own channel on the Roto-Grinders Discord for premium members only. So if you have any questions about anything, that, that's where to go. Not my Twitter DMs into that channel. So, uh, so yeah. Then obviously, if you add on the Theory of Daily Fantasy Sports for Advanced Players, 10-chapter audio course, plus the tools. Same tools that I'm using. I'm using Lineup HQ. I'm using Rotogriders Projections. I'm using the portfolio trimmer, portfolio correlation matrix, duplication checker for, you know, showdowns and stuff like that, MMA. Lineup simulator for kind of the small field stuff. I'm using, this is exactly what I use. You could run them in Excel. All you have to do is cut and paste projections over. It's not complicated. You could pick this up. In combination, I mean, you you would be playing like me. You could come up with 7 million different types of strategies or different types of lineups to play. But as far as a process is concerned, this is, there you go. Ta-da! There's, there's nothing, I've, I've shown this on the show so many times. So go to theoryofdfs.com, pick that up. Kobe Prophet says, will the Blitz projection come over to Bly Price Picks? You would look at the blitz projections on the blitz projection page. Okay, Kobe? I mean, I could show you. This is exactly what you do. Okay? I I've, I've showed this before. People don't be, people don't believe me. They think it's magic. Right? They think it's magic. See, I go to the blitz page. I go to the blitz standard projections page, okay? So this is what I do. I do this, okay? I. I'm not telling you what you should do. I'm telling you literally exactly what I do. Literally Please take it. I'm not, this is not an exaggeration. I'm on the blitz projection page right now. Okay? I want to compare passing yards. So you see this table here? You see this table? I go to prize picks. I go to NFL. I will literally show you what I do. Andy Dalton, 210.5. I will look at this with my eyeballs. On this tab in Chrome. Okay. If you want to take notes, you can take notes. It says 210.5. So now I'm going to go to the other page. And I'm going to look. You see these names here. I'm going to look for Andy Dalton. Oh, there's Andy Dalton. And then I'm going to move my mouse and go, where is the passing yards? here? Oh, 236. Is 236 enough over 210? for passing yards for 458 percent no it's it's, it's not and there you go now i now you know what i do next i go to kyler murray 245.5 then i go to the blitz page okay i go to the blitz page now i'm gonna look for who who am i looking for Kyler Murray, oh, the guy that I was looking at on the other page. And now I scroll. Look, look, I found him pretty quickly. Kyler Murray. 269. Is that enough? For passing yards, it's not. So you know what I do next? I go to Marcus Mariota. I take a look at the number. 190.5. And then you know what I do? I click on the other tab. And with my eyeball. I go over, Kobe Yes, on the projection that shows from the extension, does it bring over the blitz projections? If you listened to me earlier, if you listened to me earlier and actually listened to the words that come out of my mouth, I would have said, the Roto Grinders projection, prize pick extension, works for Roto Grinders projections. I even said, then it it's, doesn't even, I don't think it works very well for NFL. But in NBA, it does. You could probably rewind and see the three sentences that I said. Does this do it for the Blitz projections? Is it called the Blitz Chrome extension? No, then it doesn't. These are the things, this is why. There will always be an edge in DFS. This is why. And you're going to be like, well, why, what does this have to do with anything? It has to do with people's cognitive abilities. You're competing against people that have PhDs in advanced mathematics and finance. If I go to, if I go to results DB and I look at the top players, if I go to the top Roto-Grinders leaderboard—it is littered with people with one hundred and sixty-plus IQs. Okay, littered with people that have have they they forgot more about math than you've ever learned. Okay, so just understand that if you can't listen to three sentences and properly get the cognitive context from it. How do you expect to beat these people? They're playing in the same contest as you. Just like what Watas says. Just do what he says. It does work. I watched 300 hours of videos for the second time over the past few months, and it's well worth it. The two courses are well worth it too. Right. Watas knows what's up. I don't hold anything back. Like, Dude. The only thing the only thing more that you could do that what than what I do is by like literally building that process into a computer program, which is what a lot of top players do. I mean, that's the only thing you could do more to make it more precise. I admit that I'm I do not play DFS in the most precise way, but still way more precise than 95% of the field. And that's all that matters, is that you're better than the field. Am I, am I better than the top 5% of GPP players? Like the guy like, you know, if I better than Brick? 75, no. I'm not going to be more accurate. I'm not going to be more precise than he is. Directionally, I'll be close. So The only thing more that you could do is just build that process into some type of automated computer system and, and manage all that data and do all that work. To set that up, so you could just basically press a button, aggregate stuff, and pull stuff, and run stuff, and this thing, and have it spit out stuff, and then redest, and then what? You could do all of that. But if you're not going to do that, this is as far as you could go, without having to do that. The thing is, how do you learn how to do that? If you don't listen to simple sentences. Paul Adair asks, would you say that you get most out of the correlation tool? You want to use the most common projections. The big three sites say, I wonder if using different projections, it may lead you astray. Yes. If you're using the correlation tool as part of the theory at DFS.com, and you're using it as a, I want to inspect the field, the purpose of that tool, truthfully, is to inspect your own portfolio, Right. You're, I'm going to make 150 lineups. I just I want to see how how correlated my players are to each other in the lineups. So I don't end up with like, oh, I have 40% of this guy, but he's only in lineups with this other guy. And maybe you want that, but maybe you don't. That's what you would use it for. But as far as studying the com- combinatorial nature of ownership for the field, yeah, you'd want to use what the field used. You don't care about building. You're not using the thing that you would build lineups from. Right? So you need to look at the things that other people are looking at. That can't there's nothing, that's what, why wouldn't you be doing that? I, I said on this show, most of the content, I'm going to tell you, I'm going to tell you this. Most of the content that I consume for DFS is not Roto-Grinders content. And you're going to be like, oh my God, you got the, you got him. They got him." Right? My detractors. Right? They're going to clip that out. And they go, oh my God, this guy doesn't This guy does use roto content. I'm not saying that I didn't use it. I said most of the content I consume is not Roto-Grinders content. But why is that? It's not to get information that is better. It's to get information that other people are going to use. I don't care if it's good. In NFL, I listen to more mainstream DFS, NFL podcasts than I do anything else. Because that's what... that I'm playing large field contests primarily. Right? I want to beat the casual people. I want to hear what they're listening to. The fantasy footballers say something that matters way more to me than anything else. It doesn't mean, oh, if they say it's a good play, that means I say, no, I, you, you know me, I don't care about plays. I'm going to be using projections no matter what. But all these other podcasts, all these other articles... And the CBS sports line, whatever the hell, Matthew Berry. I wanna know, I don't know what those people I want to know what they're saying. Not because they're good. They're not. They're horrible. They're horrible. Okay? Most DFS content is horrible. Absolutely and unequivocally horrible. But I want to see it, not because. It helps me make lineups. It it helps me make lineups because I know that, oh, everyone's reading that and that's horrible. Oh, good to know. So that guy's going to be way higher on than I think. That game's going to be really high. People are going to, oh, this narrative of whatever the hell I've heard on four different podcasts. So that's going to affect ownership, right? And then it, it helps me adjust my own ownership. So listening around and seeing what, I'm not doing it, I'm not doing it to get better at DFS. I don't need to listen to plays and picks. I don't care. But I want, I want to make sure my ownership projections are as, are as accurate as possible. That's the reason you do it. So the same thing with the industry projections. I have subscriptions everywhere. And I have access to everyone's projections, that publicly available projections. Are they good? Are they bad? It doesn't matter. If I know that, oh, a segment of people are using these projections and probably using an optimizer poorly also. So if they use these projections and they do X, Y, and Z, what do their lineups look like? Okay, so that these types of lineups may be overrepresented in this contest. Wouldn't I want to know that? I don't care how accurate the projections are. I just want to see what the lineups that get spit out by people that don't know better. What do they look like? Okay. And what do these look like? What do those look like? What do them combined? What people combine them. They'll aggregate and go, what do those lineups kind of look like? And go, okay. These lineups are going to be overrepresented. These lineups will be underrepresented. How do I play more of the underrepresented lineups? That's why you need, that's why you need all the stuff. Do you have to go through all of that? No, of course not. You don't have to, but it'll make your it'll make your process much more precise. Can you get there without being that precise? Of course you can. There's plenty of people that close their eyes and pick, pick, uh, take take a look at some lineups in large field contests. You wonder how the hell they get to some of these lines. You could win just by that. But remember, my my focus, I'm a very ownership-driven, game theory-driven player. So to me, ownership matters more than, as long as I have reasonably accurate player projections, I'm fine with that. I don't have, I do Nineteen point five versus nineteen point seven two. I what that doesn't matter to me. Seven percent ownership versus eleven percent ownership, that matters to me. If I can get that accurate, that's fine. And you go, well, how about the projections that we have? Oh, we have ownership projections. Yeah, I changed these. That's the one that's the one secret sauce thing that 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 no one else has. Oh, you run your own money. I don't run any ownership projections. I don't even do it in any type of scientific method. I just go in and I go like, I just, in looking at the slate and looking around, I go, yeah, Drew Holiday is going to be more, we have him at 34. He's going to be more like 38. Russell Westbrook is going to be more like uh he'll be more like 12. I, I mean, I'm just making up numbers right now, like just from, just from hearing and seeing projections around the industry and, Running just base lineups and going, yeah, rationally, this guy should be X-owned, but he's actually going to be like six, six less owned than that. Well, how did I come up with the number six? You know how I did? Made it up. Just made it up. How did you do that? Is there a formula? No, there's no formula. In fact, I'm going to change ownership so much that it's not even going to add up to the right amount that it will make no mathematical sense. Because I'm just going in going, is Giannis really going to be 45 or is he going to move like 50? Is he going to be 40? I mean, I don't know on this slate because I haven't looked at anything. So I, there's nothing for me to judge here. I don't know. But that's what I'd be doing an hour before lock. On yesterday's slate, going, how owned is, is Vassal going to be? Is he going to be 41 or is he going to move like 46? Is Trey Jones really going to be this owned? Is that like anyone on the bottom? Is Aiden going to be this low owned? Is he really going to be five? Is he going to be eight? Is Bam going to be 30 or is he going to be 38? And going and making those adjustments. Am I right all the time? No, of course not. But a lot of this ownership that we have, the projected ownership, assumes some 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 amount of rationality. But human beings aren't rational. Sometimes ownership ends up being very like barbelly. The more owned players get even more owned and the less owned players get even less owned. And in the middle things don't change as much, but I want to represent that. We have Tyrese Maxey at 77% ownership. Is that going to be 70s? Is it going to be more like 83? I mean, he'd still be the highest owned player on the slate, but this, this point guard eligibility on DraftKings means that other point guards, like Russell Westbrook, if if Tyrese Maxey ends up being 82% on, Russell Westbrook is going to go down to 12%. On. Other point guards that fill those spots, DeAnthony Melton has to come down. Kendrick Nunn has to come down. Patrick Beverly has to come down. Reggie Jackson still is only at 4%. So maybe he ends up being two percent. So I'm I'm making those adjustments where where I see fit. How do I make them? Purely by feel, and not by like made up feel. By because I've, I've 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 looked at other people's content because I've looked at our content here at Roto Grinders. I've looked everywhere. Am I intently reading everything? No, I'm just skimming. I'm just I've. Podcast on throughout the day. I'm leisurely listening to. I'm like I'm barely paying attention. And then I get get the feel of like I got I got the I'm running lineups and I'm like I'm getting a lot of this. I'm getting a lot of that. I'm not getting enough of this, enough of that. And based on all these other projections, the same thing is happening. So like I don't I don't think this guy is going to be twenty something percent owned. I think it'll be more like fourteen. Well, how'd you come up with fourteen? I made it up. I just like more like more li- around something. Seems like, seems like a good number. Then if he's 14, what does that mean? That means that someone else is going to be higher owned. Who's that person? Well, if, I, if the, that that price in that position, which means that guy at that price may be a little bit higher on. I bump him up. And you do that. It's been five minutes going, who knows? It may not even add up to the right things. Then once I do all that, then I can run everything. That's the reason for looking at all the other content. What are, what are other people going to do? I don't care if they're right. I don't care if they're right. Oh, everyone else is playing this and they're horribly projected. Well, good. I'm glad. I'm glad they are. Well, good. Good for them. Thank you. Thank you for more edge. I'm not looking to see what everyone else is doing. That You know, we had that, that week where James Robinson in the NFL. Why is he the chalkiest player? He's like the 13th projected running back. Everyone latched on the casual people, not, not necessarily the sharper people. Well, I'm not going to change my projections. I'm mean, not, oh, well, everyone's on James Robinson, even though there's no reason to be. The projection model is already taking into account everything that they've possibly been talking about. And he's going to be 21% off. It looks like I'm going to have none of him. How do I end up playing a 21% on guy that projects for like 13th to 13, 18th in salary adjusted value? I just end up having zero because... There's like five other running backs that are cheaper than him that project better and are lower-owned. So it's like, okay, thank you. Thank you, Field, for letting me have zero James Robinson. But a lot of people think in terms of, oh, you look at other people's content for the reasons to play some. Oh, oh, information. No. Oh. All the information's right here. You see these two lines, these columns? That's all. I That's all I look at. I don't care about anything else. Everything else would be reflected in these numbers is so-and-so does this guy have a stub toe does does the coach is gonna coach gonna play this guy blah blah blah. that's all in here already everything else you're just completely guessing at these outlier whatever well it could be this it could be that well that's where there's a range of outcomes and we have the floor we have this done done we're done we're done for today hit the thumbs up button hit the dummy thumbs give me the dummy thumbs I'll be back tomorrow. Tomorrow we're doing MMA, big slate, big card, card of the year, UFC 280. It's an early, it's an early Saturday. Saturday 11 a.m. They're in a, they're in the Middle East, so we'll be covering that tomorrow. Uh, the MMA Brandon Pound podcast we're recording tonight, so that should be also be out tomorrow as well. Uh, so join Roto Grinders Premium, Premium. Join the Premium. Click that link in the description. Get ten dollars off your first month, or get my uh, my theory of daily fantasy sports uh for advanced players course with the the excel tools at theoryofdfs.com and I'll uh, I'll be back I'll be back tomorrow we got we got grinders live tonight right even for the two game slate we got stuff we we always got stuff going on we got NFL shows coming out right so click that notification bell you'll always know when whenever we're live on the channel whenever shows come out you'll you'll know about them and, uh, and I'll be back tomorrow answering your DFS strategy questions like uh, like I try to do. I try to do Monday through Friday, 11 o'clock Eastern on the DFS pregame show on rotogrinders.com. <laughs>